I'm Grace Tory, and you're listening to That Girl the Podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in because the new episode is starting now. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Grace Tory, and I am back with a whole new podcast episode. I'm excited for this podcast episode. I am doing Am I the Asshole? Obviously, you can tell by the title. I haven't done them in over a year, but I still wanted them to be related to something with this channel, so I thought that I would do dating-themed ones so that I can kind of give some relationship advice. So if you are looking for any sort of relationship advice, whether you're single or in a relationship, you can get something out of this. If that's not really what you're looking for, you can get some sort of entertainment out of it and it'll be a good time. I just literally went on the Reddit and picked out new stories that had to do with dating, so I haven't read them yet. I just read the title um, and then pick new ones. So I'm really excited. Hopefully none of these you've heard from any other content creator and it's going to be a good time. Before we jump in, don't forget to follow on whatever platform you're currently listening on. Give it a like if you're on YouTube. Give it a rating and review if you're on any other platform. It blows up the podcast and it takes about two seconds of your time. Would mean the absolute world to me. And I think that's pretty much it. A little life update before we jump in. Not too much going on. The new podcast, which is a spooky podcast, it's linked down below, launches tomorrow. There's going to be three episodes launching at the same time so that there's a little bit of content and you can binge it. I'm going absolutely insane over it. I have edited two out of the three episodes and they are currently on their scheduled ready to go. Literally, once I get done editing and putting this episode up, I'm going to go in and film the third one with Josh and then get that one up and they're all going to launch at 7 a.m. tomorrow. So they'll be on their uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time for you to binge. I'm really, really excited. This has been like a really fun project for me and obviously after that it'll be up every single Monday. So good times, a good vibe, but I'm absolutely exhausted. This means I'm putting four podcast episodes up on today pretty much. Two I didn't film today, but they're an hour long, and I edited them today, and whew, I am dying. But I did go get to see my horse, popped her over some stuff, and that was really fun. kind of got me with my head back in the game, and now I'm ready to go. So yeah, that's really it for life updates. I'm really excited because I'm dying my hair again on sometime this week. It's gonna, I'm just getting the pink redone in it, so I'm really excited for that. And I'm also getting my nails done, so I'm gonna be back. Grace is gonna be back. Unlike Saturday, I'll be 100% back and it's going to be just rejuvenating. So yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Let's go ahead and jump on into these Am I the Assholes dating edition. So this first one is Am I the Asshole? My best friend picked her wedding date on the date I couldn't do. I have an initial thought on this and then I, I, I'm not going to say it though because I want to like hear them out. Am I the asshole? I am a freelance photographer. It's always been my dream to shoot festivals with the biggest goal to be Glastonbury. I hope I pronounced that correctly. For the last two years, I have been hired by the BBC to cover a smaller stage. Someone I consider to be my best friend who I hang out with every week, if not multiple times a week, was planning her wedding and when showed me the dates her venue had available for next year. I said the only one I couldn't do would be June 29th because of Glastonbury and how important that job is to me in trying to maintain this relationship and hopefully get to one of the bigger stages in the future. It also looks good to other clients and pays a good amount of money and there are so many people waiting to take your spot if you ever turn it down. I basically replaced a girl who couldn't do it one year and they hired me instead of her the second year. 
Now she is about to send out the invites and I found out she has picked that date and she is upset I can't come. She could have picked another date but she chose that one. I feel really heartbroken because I love her and I thought she loved me and I've been there for her through the whole wedding thing and even told her I would offer her wedding dressmaker a free photo shoot that would help bring the price of the dress down. Sorry if I'm stuttering a little bit. I stutter when I'm tired or stressed so I'm both. <laughs> But now I feel shit because she obviously didn't care if I came or not. She picked the day I couldn't do without effing up a huge thing in my career. I have abandonment issues as well because of my family and it has made me feel that not that feeling of not being wanted. I know how stressful weddings are but I would never want a wedding without her there and now I feel so guilty that I can't go. I'm also doubting why she would pick the one day I couldn't and she is upset and cried when I said I couldn't come even though she knew all along I wouldn't be able to without a huge blow to my career. She is really upset that I'm working, picking work over her wedding and I can't help but feel guilty. I feel like I need more information because on one hand I feel like you're not the asshole because you told her you couldn't do it ahead of time, so she knew. But then I also feel like you're kind of making it about yourself when, like, it's fine you can't go. I'm not saying, like, you should just F up your career and go. That's totally fine. But to say that, like, she picked it just because she wanted to hurt you, which is kind of a little bit of the vibes I'm getting, like, that's not the case either. So I totally don't blame you for not going like that's a huge huge thing and I get it like I've done photography jobs I was doing a little bit of photography and videography when I was younger So I get like how important it is to network and make sure you show up a hundred percent but yeah, I also feel like It's probably not about you and I think you need to have a conversation about why because she could have picked it because her mom said, like, I can only make it. Like, the best friend is important, but you never know. Like, the groom could have been, like, my mom can't make it on any day but these, or, like, something's going on where, like, someone else, or, like, there's the wedding venue ended up coming back and saying, oh, we can only do this day. Like, there's a lot of reasons that have nothing to do with you, and she would have to, like, sacrifice a lot more than like you not being able to go if she would have gone with something else. Not that you're not important, it's just that like her relationship with her mom or her mother-in-law may be more important or they may have already put a deposit down on the venue so they can't back out. Like there's so many things that go into a wedding that you have to consider and it may not have anything to do with you. But on the flip side, there's also like her just expecting you to not go to work it could be a possibility like she could have fully thought like work's not that important and she could just not understand which would make her the asshole i don't think anyone's the asshole in this situation until like there's more communication i think it sucks on both sides but there could be very valid reasons on both sides obviously we've only heard yours there is an update it said she is currently giving me the silent treatment and it's really stressing me out not great <laughs> So let's read some of the comments. Not the asshole. Of course you're putting your livelihood over her wedding. Her wedding doesn't pay her bills, but the gigs you might get definitely will. I don't know why she had to choose that weekend, but the results of doing that are 100% on her. Don't let her guilt into doing her a favor. That's what I was trying to say. Like you were very clear that you couldn't do it. So it's on her that you couldn't do it. It's not on you. A lot of the comments are saying like, it sounds like the bride has drama issues and like loves creating drama so um they're saying like oh here's a list of dates which ones work for you 
that's the only one that doesn't, I'm gonna pick that one on purpose to prove how much you love me. Like, a lot of people are saying that. So I still think it has to do with scheduling. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, but you never know. It, she, it doesn't look like she ever commented like what is going on or what the actual vibes with the scheduling were. So we'll never know, I guess, but it, yeah, kind of, kind of wild. So that's the first one. I feel like that was a little tame. Well, let's go ahead and dive into this second one. Am I the asshole for telling my friends how my date's mother called him five times during a two hour date? I, 27 female, went on a date with Jack, 30 male, recently. It was our first date and last date. I didn't know him really well and we only know each other through friends. We really set up, we were set up by one of them and we talked a bit before deciding to go out. He seemed normal. We went to a cafe. Now we had only gotten there, just sat down. When he got a call from his mom, no big deal. He took the call in front of me so I had no other option to hear what he was talking about. He told his mom that we had arrived and it's all fine. I thought that's fine. Maybe he was anxious or something or his mom was wishing him luck. We got talking and within half an hour his mom called again. He picked it up and gave her an update of everything we had talked about in the last 30 minutes. It weirded me out, then she proceeded to call him three more times within two hours. And he would recap everything we had talked about right in front of me and then go back to conversation as if nothing had happened. I even commented about his mom's constant calling and he said he's a mama's boy. <laughs> oh no. It weirded me out so I cut our date short and turned down his idea for dinner. When I reached home, I messaged him that I had a good time, but I couldn't see a future with him because our personalities were poles apart. He responded with an okay, best of luck. Obviously, the friend who had sat us up asked me about the date, and I told her about his mom calling about every half an hour. I also told my friends about the date. Now, apparently, he asked out another girl, and she turned him down. He found out that people knew about this situation. He sent me a text calling me some nice words and saying that it was private information, and I shouldn't have told people about it. He also called me a racist, which doesn't make sense to me. We're both of Indian descent. I mean, it wasn't the constant calling that stuck out to me. It was the fact that he was literally recapping everything to her. This whole severe codependency situation didn't sit right with me at all. I do think I might be an a-hole because I told his private business to the world, but also maybe not. There's an edit, and it doesn't really give anything away, so I'll go ahead and read that. OMG guys, this blew up. Thanks for all the responses. Jack's been blocked from my phone as he sent me a few more of his nice messages. Yeah, you're 100% not the asshole. I think his mom's the asshole for not respecting any boundaries, and then obviously he's the asshole for sending some choice things to you. I said it in my last episode, and I'll say it a thousand more times. Not that you're being selfish in this situation, but you don't need an excuse to be selfish in any situation when it comes to dating. You can be as picky as you want. So even if it wasn't something that's a major red flag and you were like, no, it's fine, that's fine. And you have the right to tell your friends what happened. It's not like you were like at a super private place and you had to sign an NDA. Like you were literally in a cafe where everyone could see you, everyone knew what was going on. He just doesn't like that people are calling him out for his behavior because his behavior is obviously very clingy for someone who should be 30 in a male. Like if you're 30 years old and you can't go an hour without talking to your mom and having her check in on you, I personally think there's some codependency issues there and you may need to work on that. So no, not the asshole. I'm honestly flabbergasted. Let's see if there's any good um, comments. This one said he's publicly taking calls. How is that private information? Yeah, 
no. People are calling this a horror date, and I'm like, I can agree, it's not like anything too, too terrible happened, it's just shocking, and no one wants that. No. No. Like, I tell my friends about every date, good or bad. Josh and I get home, and I tell my mom about it, like, oh yeah, we did this. Like, I don't detail every single thing we talk about, but if someone asks, like, how did your date go, there's nothing wrong with telling them whether it was good or bad, especially if they had mutual friends, like, if someone set me up on me on a date and we had mutual friends, like, the friend literally set us up, I wouldn't say anything I wouldn't want that friend to know because I have trust issues and I feel like, like, they're gonna ask, you know they're gonna ask, you know they're gonna ask, so, yeah, that's just my thoughts on it, you're not the asshole. Am I the asshole for telling my friend he can't really complain about the girl he's dating? This is going to be interesting. This is only 25 days old, so I feel like it's fairly new. Hopefully you haven't heard it. I have a friend, male 25, who never had much success with girls. I would say that his main problem is just refusing to expand his circle and having not met anyone new in ages. He really hasn't any issue besides that. Although he's an atheist, he comes from a very traditional Muslim family. He had to hide and eventually terminate a long-term relationship for this reason. And that doesn't help for sure. About a month ago, he told our friend group that he was seeing a girl and showed us her Hinge account. We had immediately noticed how she had just turned 19 and seemed to still have a very... I swear it's a trend every time I start a podcast episode, a very loud truck drives by. Or we just have loud trucks in our neighborhood. Continuing on. We immediately noticed she had just turned 19 and seemed to still have a very teenagery lifestyle. We all told him that maybe he should go for someone older, given also that he's quite a smart and mature guy. He replied that they genuinely really like each other and we should be happy for him once he has found someone genuinely interested in him. We eventually, or since, for once he has found someone genuinely interested in him. We eventually agreed that maybe they are less different than we thought and moved on. Yesterday, when we were all hanging out, he spent the whole evening continuously complaining how the girl he was seeing was so childish, wasn't interested in philosophy as much as him, didn't like any of his favorite films, etc. Eventually, I told him that he can't really complain about a teenager behaving like a teenager, since no one forced him to put himself in such situation. We all told him she seemed too young and too different from him. He chose not to listen. I added that clearly it's not working, so he would be better off breaking up with her and finding someone a bit older next time. He kept quiet for the rest of the evening and barely said bye when he left. My friend group was split. Some people think this was a well-deserved wake-up call and that I just did a favor. Others told me I should have kept my opinion for myself. Should I be the ass- or am I the asshole? <laughs> should I be the asshole? Um, I think that you're- you did the right thing. Like, he was gonna keep acting that way until someone told him that. I- <laughs> I am the person who will call someone out for this stuff, and I have had people who get pissed off at me for it, and it's like, I don't want to hear you complain about a situation that you put yourself in when everyone told you this was going to happen, like, kind of reap what you sow. I'm here, like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you all day, and I'm not going to tell you a hundred times that I think you're wrong, but if I tell you in the very beginning that I think it's a bad idea, you do it. And then you complain to me about it. I'm going to tell you at least one more time. Dude, I literally told you this was a bad idea. And a 25-year-old dating a 19-year-old is just... Yeah, I, I have so many issues with that. I, um, as someone who's been in a relationship that's, like, very... Like, there was, like, two and a half year age gap, I think. 
it's not great. Like, I just don't recommend that. When you're older, obviously, it's totally different. But she's a teenager. Like, when I was 19, I'm 24 now. And when I was 19, I was a baby. Like, I was genuinely a baby. I was a child. I can't imagine dating someone who's even my age, much less a year older than me. So, yikes. Um, there's a pretty big edit on this. Let's see what it says. Since many people are rightfully making a point about me delivering the right message in the wrong way, I would just like to clarify that I've summed up the main points of a 10 minute long conversation in another language. I was very direct, but not rude or anything. Other people were present and most of them sided with me. We all love this friend and genuinely wish him well. He comes from an awful background where he had to always take care of his parents to make up for his violent attic brother. Our theory is that being forced to be too mature for his age in some areas led him to be immature in others. He's definitely a good person who deserves a happy and loving relationship. Anyway, I'll check up on him tomorrow. He's out of town now and apologize if I made him feel bad in any way. I don't think you said it wrong. I think you were direct, but I don't think you said anything wrong. I am someone who had to grow up really fast as well. And I am, in my opinion, very emotionally immature because I didn't have a lot of relationships since I was handling everything else. And it kind of took me like my relationship side of things socially and emotionally I'm immature because in all other areas I'm very mature because I had to be. I think that if someone pointed out to me like how I was acting and maybe how mature I am and things like that like had a, a conversation with me about trauma and things like that like my best friends because they have had conversations with me and we have talked things through like this. I genuinely would appreciate it because it to me, it shows that someone cares if they're willing to sit down and talk you through it and say, hey, this is what I think about the situation. And, you know, I told you from the start, this was not a good idea, but I can understand where you're coming from because of this. But I still don't think it's a good idea. Like, I would appreciate that, but everyone handles it differently. So just because I say I think it'd be fine doesn't mean someone else would get emotional about it. Someone said, I've seen this behavior over and over and in almost every case, the reason why the man goes for someone so much younger than them is because they feel too insecure around women their age, who are more experienced and can see through more bullshit. Younger women, on the other hand, are less experienced, which means their older men can feel comfortable be acting less mature. This is reinforced by the fact that this man has chosen to date a 19-year-old and then is complaining that this 19-year-old acts like a teenager. Her brain won't even be fully developed for another six years. Not the asshole. I think good friends hold their friends accountable. Trust me, as a man in his 30s, people who do not get held accountable for their actions and words will fail to improve. Better that he gets his wake-up call now than when he's in his 30s. At the same time, maybe you should reevaluate your ideas of maturity. This is what I, like, I am, this is what I mean. Like, regardless of what trauma you've been through, like, you're going to continue to act the same way until someone calls you out on it. And I would rather be a friend calling me out that I know loves me than someone who maybe doesn't so yeah I don't think you're the asshole this one is called am I the asshole for giving a cake to my date I male 29 am dating someone a male 26 for over a month now and it was just a few days since his birthday since he is in law school we really couldn't set up a date around his birthday so we decided to meet up on a future date and I suggested that we spend it at a DIY baking cafe you bake the cake you want to purchase I thought it would be a fun date idea since we can bond and I can give him a cake for his birthday. So come the day we met. I let him choose a cake, I paid it myself, and we were even given some freebies to play at the crane machine. I have to tell what happened in detail since it is important later. 
First off, we both measured and gathered the ingredients. When we were both able to get the stuff, I went to the stand mixer and started with the batter while he sat down at our workplace. As for me, I also sat because the recipe said to mix for 8 minutes. After batter was ready, we put it in the molds. Here comes icing. I did the icing, but he wanted to do an ombre effect to the cake, so he also made a strawberry flavored icing. So now we have, we have two. I was kind of nervous at first because the attendants initially said that the ingredients are not part of the recipe will be an additional charge. Thankfully, he was not caught in with it, his cake after all. And what the hell, it is his cake after all. Sorry, I can't read. Problem is, it is his first time and he overwhipped his icing. When we were done, he had some downtime. We need to wait for the cakes to finish cooling. When we were done and when it was time to assemble, he did his icing first. As expected, the icing was clumpy and was like butter and was not sticking to the cake. He tried fixing it and it seemed to get worse, so I said calmly, let me try fixing it. All of a sudden he disappeared. I noticed him at the table, approached him and told him, let's finish the cake. Why don't you finish the cake? You're doing all the work. I was confused. Hey, I'm sorry if you feel that way. You could have told me earlier you feel that way, so why not you finish icing and decorating? Don't talk to me. He stood up and left and messaged me and this is our combo. I'm going home. Why? It's your cake. This is yours. Bring it home then. Th but this is yours. Why? Did I make it? At this point, I'm like, well, this is my gift to you. We did. We did it together. Will you have tried baking? I haven't done baking. You did everything. You should have just bought a cake for me. My time is wasted for this and should have just studied for law school. I was so shocked. I felt unappreciated and was close to tears. It is a gift after all. As I don't want to escalate things further, I just said sorry a bunch of times and begged for him to come back. He came back but forced me to finish decorating the cake when I waited for him to come back so he can do it. After everything was done, I brought him to the train station with him not talking to me all throughout and just took the cake without saying goodbye. Here I am wondering am I the asshole in this situation. So, yeah, I think you both are, but first off, the way you worded it, you got upset that he got additional things for the cake because you didn't want to pay for additional things when in my opinion you're 29 so i don't judge people's situations i know some people aren't settled until well into their 30s but you're old enough that you could have gotten him something else whether it was a card whether it was a homemade thing whether it was flowers like i don't know what he's into i don't know but you could have gotten him something sentimental that was not that expensive and a cake is but i think you should have gotten something else aside from the cake also, the way you're like, ah, no, and you seem very type A and controlling, just the way it was written, so I'm wondering if you just didn't have the self-awareness to, like, pick up on cues that he wanted to help with the cake. I don't know, like, obviously he should have said, like, hey, let me help, but I feel like you kind of are a little bit of the asshole, but I do agree he shouldn't have stormed out, like, he should have just had a conversation with you about it. There's a huge edit. I don't want to read it because it's literally massive, but I will try and give you guys the cliff notes. He said everything in a calm manner. They did everything equally in his point of view because he decided the flavor of the cake and the design. So, no, I still don't think, like, he literally said, like, he did everything. So, I just don't think you were doing it equally. Apparently this has happened like multiple times. There's another edit that says he got home from Korea, went to a date literally from the airport, gave the guy a handwritten letter, gave him some stuff from Korea, but was disappointed because there was no flowers on the lunch date 
and said that to him a day later. He said he wanted flowers. He said he's sorry because he came from the airport. He's not able to. And then he said he's okay, but he mentioned it via message and not in person and ignored the gifts and the handwritten letter. In that situation, I don't think flowers are necessary. Like a handwritten letter and gifts for a date are like great if it's not a special occasion. Is it the same guy that you've been dating for a long time or is this like a first date? I don't know about that. That one's not really what we're analyzing. I'm not really sure why he edited that. I feel like he's just trying to like sound better. It says, I live in an Asian country where tradition is still quite strong. Yes, we are a gay couple, but there is this tradition in my country that the guy steps up to do everything for the person he is trying to impress. In this case, I'm that. He was expecting that I should step up since I'm courting him. Our previous dates consisted of just lunch or dinner or me helping him study for law school. That's why I thought, why not do something different together for a change? This date was planned mutually a week prior and we both agreed to do this as this was a novel thing in my city. So although I did know more about baking, it was also a new experience for me to bake in a public place with lots of other people. I still don't think that changes anything. So my camera keeps dying even though the battery should be charged. So that's super fun. So I think I'm going to end it here. We got three whole stories in. That's my pretty much honest opinion. I have way more. So if you guys are interested in hearing more Am I the Asshole, let me know and I'll do a part two. I can do dating advice. I can do some other topic. Let me know what you're thinking. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this video slash podcast episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tired. Slightly delusional. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, I love you guys so much. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow, rate, review, all the things on whatever platform you're on. I love you guys so, so much. All of my links are down below. I will see you guys in my podcast episode on Wednesday. Don't forget to check out my new podcast launching tomorrow. The links are down below. I love you guys so, so much and I will see you all soon. Bye guys.